Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, affiliate marketers. It's me, Ace, here to bring you yet another amazing episode of Money Talks. Now, in today's episode, we're going to concentrate on a little bit of a different topic, uh, and it's going to surround the 13 truths of life in general. Now, I felt the need uh, to actually discuss this in a little bit of detail, mainly because it is something that uh, I heard Matthew McConaughey say a while back, and I've been thinking about it recently, so I really wanted to kind of share these um, truths with everybody out there so that it might give you not not just a little bit of value but also provide you with a little bit of guidance and i feel that's uh, something that's been missing in our lives as of recent so uh we're gonna just dive straight in and start with number one which is a harsh reality for some people but i want it to be heard and to be understood so number one is life is not easy so don't fall into that entitlement trap you know uh, accept the fact that life is not easy. The quicker you do that, the better it will be for you. Um, it's never been easy and it never will be. So that's what I'm saying. The quicker you get used to that fact, the easier it will be for you in the long run. Uh, so with that being said, realize that things are better when you have to break a sweat to get them. Right? If something uh, that you're trying to achieve is easy enough to come by, then it's not really worth it. But if you actually work for it, and you know you actually have to do some hard grinds to be able to get to that point you'll feel that sense of accomplishment the quicker you get to it number two the word unbelievable is the most stupidest word in the dictionary and here's why unbelievable is simply stating that something that just happened is not believable it can be incredible it can be phenomenal magnificent remarkable but not unbelievable basically if you've just saw it happen then it's not unbelievable is it it is believable number three is happiness happiness in itself is an emotional response to an outcome if you think about it right it's an if then quid pro quo standard that we cannot sustain because we raise it every time we attain it now if you think about this for a moment it's it, the result of happiness is reliant it's completely dependable right so we all desire happiness in one way or another but if that is all you are um, after matthew mentions that you will continue letting yourself down okay in this example what he means is that he's stating that we should not see happiness as a destination because you're never going to be able to get there instead um, of constantly chasing that destination we refer to as happiness we can find joy in the process now joy in itself is a completely different thing it's not a choice it's not a response to a result it's a constant so it's a feeling that we all have we're we're all doing what we are fashioned to do right so as soon as the work becomes the reward you will then learn to enjoy the process Number four, define success for yourself. Success means different things to different people, okay? So for one person, it may mean being rich. For another person, it may mean having a family. Uh, for somebody else, it may mean buying a house. You know, it's, it's all different levels of success for different people. So in itself, success uh, as, as that pivotal point that everybody wants to reach 
is based on the different type of goals that people have right so understand you you gotta understand what what's most important to you and define what it is that you want to achieve uh, like I've already mentioned, for some people it might be money, uh, so others may be health, it might be happiness or a happy marriage or, or helping other people out like it is for me, you know, but success is different for everybody. So you got to take the time to decide what it is in life that you want. The one piece of advice that, uh, that Matthew actually provides is that you should not choose anything that will jeopardize your soul. Okay, now for me, that's quite important as well. This is why it resonated with me so much when I heard it back in the day. Now, don't don't drink the Kool-Aid, as people like to say. It may be sweet, but you will get cavities in the long run, right? And there's a deep meaning behind that if you think about it. you got to realize that life is not a popularity contest. It's not about being the best of the best. Now, if you are one of those people, then of course, this is probably going to be your success point. But unfortunately, it's not for a lot of people. After you have defined your success, what, what success actually means to you, then you will have the ability to scale how successful you can become. Now, for Matthew, um, he said that there are five things in life that define his own personal success. And that is family, spirituality, marriage, friendships and career. Now, it takes a consistent effort to make sure that all five of those stay in the right balance. Okay, at times, obviously, uh, social life and friendships will be in the best shape, but other areas might decline, like the marriage or spirituality and people uh, may need a little bit more attention. But at that particular moment, it's entirely up to you to realize that and make adjustments to ensure that all of those things stay in a fine, good balance. Uh, you got to define what your success is and make sure that you keep them in in a healthy balance like you said so moving on to number five uh, the process of elimination is the first step to your own identity okay and this is what he means by that where you are not is just as important as where you are now matthew goes on to tell the story of his uh, job as an actor um, as the legendary uh, Wooderson in the movie Dazed and Confused. I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but it's an incredible movie. Definitely stick it on your watch list. Now, he originally only had three lines in the movie, but the director kept on calling him back, giving him more and more lines, more scenes, etc. And all of which he said yes to. By the end of it, he had over three weeks of work. Now, you got to think, this is, uh, it was a 1970 Chevelle, I think, that uh, they went on to uh, get Aerosmith tickets uh, in, right? So they basically drove in that car. It was pretty cool at the time. Um, in my opinion, it was pretty badass. Um, years later, right, he went back and he watched the film again and he noticed he was in the scenes he shouldn't have been um, in the same, um, so one particular one was um, the scene where he exists, but then he returns to ask the other characters if they were sure that uh, they didn't want to go. Right? If you know uh, Wooderson, he's not the type of uh, say later and then return to ask again if they were sure that they didn't want to do something or go ahead with it. Now, Wooderson leaves. Uh, when, when Wooderson leaves, sorry, he, he's gone, 
right? He just disappears. He do he doesn't stutter, step, flinch, rewind, or solicit. Now the, the point is that he should not have been in that particular scene. Okay. Now that is just as important where we're not as it is where we are. This is where it all comes into play. If you kind of get my drift, the first step to our identity in life is who I am not. You got to determine that pivotal point. Who are you not? So uh, every every single person will obviously have a different understanding of that. But uh, we all have that crowd of people, okay, that lead us into making poor choices. Everybody that's out there may have like uh, a certain clique of friends that may guide them into making the wrong choice or, or particularly life choices in general right or uh getting just as an example uh, that bar that gives the worst hangover or the fast food that tastes so good but leaves you feeling lethargic after that just the idea is to just stop hanging around those type of peoples that are naysayers or that bring you down or don't go to that bar or don't buy that fast food you know stop giving your time and energy to those type of negative things in your life when you do when you do stop You'll be spending more time with the people that are that are actually healthy for you, and that's the, that's the whole principle behind this all. Okay, so you eliminate the bad choices and you get rid of the excess you don't need in the process. Well, well basically by process of elimination. Okay, so you gotta eliminate who you are not first. Okay, throw out all the bad apples and concentrate on all the good ones. That's exactly what Matthew was trying to say in that. Number six, don't leave crumbs. Okay, and I love this particular one, and I'll explain why. Okay, so crumbs come in for—they uh, basically come in form of regret, guilt, and remorse. Okay, so these are things that you have left incomplete in your life. So it could be something that you did a long time ago, never ended up completing it, or you—you know—you've left an open door for it in a sense. Okay, so owing someone money, for example, that, that's a perfect example of this. Or sleeping around on your spouse, drinking too much, and you can't drive your son to his 8 a.m. baseball practice, for example. They're all bad decisions that lead to more stress down the road. Instead of leaving crumbs, he encourages everyone to make decisions today that will pay dividends in the future. Okay, so don't leave crumbs. Make decisions today that will have an ROI that's a risk of um, return of investment okay and customize your future so that that personally to me resonated quite well because I've had quite a few experiences in my life where you know I've done things I'm not proud of or something's happened and I've tried to you know not concentrate too much on it to kind of complete the whole thing so anyway I'm sure that all of you guys have things like that so let's just move on uh, number seven dissect your success and practice the art of gratitude okay now what he means by this is as human beings we have an obsession with dissecting our failures but we'll never take the time to dissect our successes it is exactly uh sorry it's easy to look at the failures in your in your life and dissect what we've all done wrong okay it's okay to do uh things to highlight where you can improve yourself but we also need to look at the at our successes and understand what we did right and what we did well to get to that point 
So naturally, when you have this opportunity to look over the success moments, you realize that you need to be thankful for uh, for all of them. Yeah, you're creating more and more uh, gratefulness and gratitude for giving yourself a stronger sense of, of fulfillment. Uh, doing this, believe it or not, you will begin to get better at what you do best. So number six is make voluntary obligations. In this, he does not mean following the rules given to us by our parents, teachers, or bosses. Now, quite a lot of people talk about this. You know, the whole stigma that surrounds uh, the the pre of of what it what times we're living at the moment and the idea of having those type of um, old taboo type of ideas that have been instilled into our minds by our parents like you got to go to school you got to get a job you got to have a house get a family do do all all of these things that is to me personally it is taboo it is something which has given me quite a lot of principles in life but you know now to to be at the age that i am at the moment and understand the things that i know now if i knew those type of things 10 years ago believe it or not i would have made different choices in life okay and it, it wouldn't be choices directly connected to my family because i love my family so don't get me wrong it would be choices connected to my job um, or the type of things that i was doing at the time to to um basically become successful in what i'm doing today okay so these are the type of things that you gotta uh, think about okay so going back to what i was saying so in this it doesn't mean following the rules like i said parents teachers bosses okay he describes voluntary obligations as a standard that we hold ourselves to so be the person you want to be and allowing you to police yourself uh, for being the person that you don't want to be giving yourself your own guidelines because you want to do it and following them because you can do it that was the idea behind number eight number nine from can to want okay what he means by that is doing simply uh, doing something simply because you can should never be enough for you to do something okay he tells uh, he goes on to tell the story of getting his first big check as an actor uh for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars i think it was it was something like that and he bought a house that came with a maid now he has an old friend over uh at one point and he's telling her about how nice it is to have this beautiful house the maid and all the little things she does for him like putting the creases in his jeans um his friend agrees that all of this is nice, but she also says that he's never liked the crease in his jeans. At that moment, it was the first time I believe he ever thought about it. He actually stopped and, and thought about that particular moment, but he always hated the crease in his jeans, right? He never did something just because he, ne that's where he goes on to say, never do something just because you can. So it's not good a good enough reason for you to do something. Do something because you want, not because you can. Okay, so he goes on to number 10 saying about a roof in a man-made thing. Sorry, a roof is a man-made thing. So um, he gives this particular example. So the Houston Oilers were playing the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs and by halftime the Oilers were winning the game by I think it was 28 to 3 or something like that. The Bills came back to beat them in overtime. 
in one of the greatest comebacks in the NFL history. Uh, the, th the defense coordinator went from being the most likely to become an NFL coach to not having a job after the game was over. So what happened to the Oilers? They put a limit on themselves, a man-made roof, as he says, um, on how great they could be. Essentially, they beat themselves, if you think about it. So we should not put restrictions on ourselves. Human beings always tend to perform the best when our uh, destination is beyond measure. Okay, it's um, it is a constant process without a, uh, any sort of roof or limitations, but the adventure never ends. Right? Think about that. So realize if you realize that the roof is a man-made thing, like he says, you won't actually limit yourself, and you always play like the underdog. Okay. Number eleven. Turn the page. So turn the page. Uh, in this particular story, he mentions the Texas coach, Daryl Royal. Uh, coach Royal won championships for the University of Texas, and uh, he's a friend of Matthew's, actually. Uh, so Coach Royal shared a story with Matthew about a star player he coached in the high school named Larry. So Larry was on top of his class and expected to be going on to play Division, uh, sorry, Division One college football. Now, Larry also had developed a bad habit with cocaine. So while they were at a party celebrating a recent victory, Larry walked out of the bathroom. Coach Royal pulled him in close and said, Hey Larry, you've got something on your nose. Larry was embarrassed and he had become so uncomfortable with his habit that he had forgotten to even clean it off of his nose before leaving the bathroom. The next day, he went to Coach Royal's house and apologized and confessed about the bad habit he had developed. He asked his coach for advice on what he should do. Coach told him, I've never had a problem turning the page. Move on from the past and do not let a failure consume you. Own up to your mistakes, understand where you need to improve and move on. Number 12. Give your obstacles credit. And here's one that I think a lot of people tend to forget about and actually not concentrate enough on to understand how important it is for every single person that is trying to achieve something to, to actually focus on the obstacles. This is why a while back I spoke about breaking down um, your goals. And one of those parts was concentrating on obstacles and what you should see them as and to make a plan about them. So give your obstacles credit. If, it's some, if, if something's difficult, it is okay to admit it, but you don't ignore it. Now, he says, no fear t-shirts are dumb. Okay, this is why. We're all scared of something, but it's okay to be afraid. It's a human nature to have that particular feeling. When you blindly deny it and claim you don't have no fear, then you're cheating yourself from ever overcoming it. Accepting the fact that you do have a fear so that you can understand it and either overcome it or make the decision not to do it so that you can move on is something very important for every single person to do. And the very last one is number 13, how to know when we cross the truth. So McConaughey Matthew takes uh, 21 day trips once a year to take a look at himself, sort through all of the things going on in his life at the time and decide what the truth is what his own personal truth is. Uh, 
um, a checkout, so a checkout in a sense, right? So that he can check in on who he really is. So that he's taking time away from his busy lifestyle, his busy schedule to focus on what's important to him. So he doesn't lose sight of the goals. He doesn't lose, uh, lose sight of who he is. I mean, as you can understand in his career, it's something that's extremely stressful. And I'll explain at the very end why I've picked this particular topic to speak about. Okay. So we're nearly there, folks. Don't panic. Um, so he always chooses places where he does not know the language. No one knows who he is and he has nothing but time to work on himself. Uh, for his most recent trip, I think he went canoeing down the Amazon River in Peru. By day 13, he admits he was flat out sick of himself. He stopped and stripped himself down and even took off the gold ring uh, with the M on it that his father gave to him. He found himself looking at a reflection on the jungle floor. It looked like a beautiful mirage of colors and he was captivated by it. It turned out to be uh, a thousand butterflies flying in front of him and he said it, it was truly remarkable. At that particular moment he stopped thinking of what was next. He was not anticipating what was next. He realized all he needs is what is in front of him. Time slowed down and it was the first time he ever took time to notice this. Basically the whole, uh, what the takeaway from this is that you should always schedule time for yourself and to figure out who you are and when, where exactly you are in life. Okay, so with that being number 13, I want to kind of recap the reason as to why I chose this particular topic to talk to you guys about. Now, <clears throat> a lot of this stuff should resonate with um, a lot of you listeners out there, but it particularly resonated with me because there's several points throughout this particular talk that he made that, to me, are quite important. And starting back even with number 13, which is taking time for taking a time out for yourself. Okay, a lot of us as affiliate marketers or in the marketing industry, we don't tend to do that. And the problem with that is that we never actually continue the process of being truthful for, to ourselves. At one point or another, we lose track of it all. You know, it gets to a point where it's just too much. But regardless of that, we keep pushing. We keep pushing ourselves and we, we end up surrounding ourselves, whether it is with bad people or we start making bad decisions and stuff like that. And we lose that focus of why it is that we do what we do. And to me, the why is very important. I'm sure that a lot of people out there feel the same way because without your why, you're not going to have the where, okay? Where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in 10 years? Why is it that you're doing what you're doing to get to that particular point? If you start losing your why, then you start losing your mindset. And if you lose your mindset, you're just going to start losing yourself. So whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, wherever it is that you're trying to get to, make sure you always make the time to be truthful to yourself and concentrate on the important things to you to you as a person okay not what everybody around you want, wants you to become but who you want to become don't lose sight of that so i hope that this has brought you guys a lot of value in today's episode as always uh, stay safe 
you know feel free to drop us any comments on our facebook groups uh by the way we've, we've just hit over eleven thousand members on there so feel free to join us on facebook uh drop us down a comment or send us a, a message if you'd like to speak to us about a particular subject but in the meantime stay positive stay active and stay safe we love you guys and we'll see you in the next episode